welcome to the latest episode of Public Power Now. I'm Paul Schimpoli, APPA's News Director. In this episode, we're speaking with Jack Cashin, APPA's Director of Policy Analysis and Reliability Standards about GridX, a physical and cybersecurity exercise that takes place every two years. This year's GridX will take place on November 16th and 17th. Jack, thanks for joining us. So Jack, could you provide an overview of GridX for us? Yes, Paul. Thanks for having me. Uh, GridX is an exercise that's hosted by the North American Electric Reliability Corporation, which has a division that's called the Electricity Information Sharing and Analysis Center, the EISAC, which is really what folks refer to that as. And whereas NERC's more of a regulatory organization, the EISAC is really there to help utilities uh, with security issues. And as you mentioned, you know, the exercise does happen every two years, and this year will be on the 16th and 17th of November. But the key piece is that it brings together industry and government for to take them through really a series of possible crisis scenarios facing critical infrastructure. In doing so, they've got five different objectives that they try and meet. One is to activate incident and operational and crisis management response plans. The second is to enhance coordination with government to facilitate restoration, but also it includes an objective of identifying interdependencies, which you might think of there are natural gas, telecommunications, or water infrastructure, how those might integrate with the electric utility, but also, you know, something that's more a current event item would be that they're going to exercise supply chain compromise. I think with the colonial pipeline scenario, that's become a much more important threat vector. And then lastly, is to identify common mode and cyber operation concerns just across the electric interconnection. So to meet those objectives, the ISAC each in its two-year cycle develops scenarios with its industry subject matter experts, as well as the government SMEs. Leading up to the exercise, the ISAC really kind of sets the stage through webinars, really informing both past participants as well as new ones um, as to how the scenarios will kind of unfold, uh, which I think is very helpful to them. And I think also it's during this time I should mention that utilities really have the flexibility to craft the scenario more directly to themselves. Um, What I mean by that is that, you know, for example, they can actually use their neighboring utilities within the exercise as opposed to maybe just taking the generic set of utilities that one would have just more broadly in the exercise. Also, for example, if you had a military facility that is a customer within your service territory, it allows you to maybe specifically integrate that particular military facility into the exercise. So after the exercise is finished, obviously, There's a lot of observations that are collected from utilities, but also that becomes a document with best practices, but also tries to identify some of the issues that come up within the exercise and maybe identify some gaps. I think it's also important to mention for utility participants is that as they provide those observations, that's done on a confidential basis. So the data is anonymized and it doesn't necessarily specifically identify their utility. And it's also, it's consistent with the ISAC's code of conduct. So hopefully, Paul, I think that provides you a little bit of an overview, probably maybe a, f- a fulsome overview of uh, how the GridX goes 
in its two-year cycle. Yeah, yeah, Jack, that was that was a great overview. So thanks for providing that. And so you mentioned um, utility participation, and polar power utilities have participated in the exercise in the past. So in that context, why is it important for public power utilities to participate in Grid X? Well, for public power utilities, as well as really any utility, is that the, you know the key thing is is that uh, this used to be something that was these exercises were really all for planners. And I think what's happened is uh, exercises such as GridX have become more useful and popularized is that it really involves more of the entire utility. So it isn't just a matter of like putting the procurement department in the plan, but it's actually bringing them out to participate in the plan as it's been set for a crisis scenario. So that's a big reason why, you know, any utility should participate. But I think for public power utilities, another real important aspect is that along those same lines is that it allows them to bring in not only different parts of the utility, be it operations, but also starting involving different executives within the utility in this process so that they can see how the plan works within an exercise, but also, you know, gives them that opportunity to bring in local, state, and federal government officials that specifically affect their utility and see how they react within the exercise and begin to see how such a scenario would unfold. So it really brings in a lot of different parties, public power and utilities can really benefit from that. And I think, you know, one of the key things is we see even within our national conference is that, you know, you get participation from board members. And I think that's probably a little unusual, probably in the utility world, but certainly a benefit that public power utilities can take advantage of. And I think just, you know, the other part of that is I'll just reflect on, you know, the feedback that we have gotten as APPA in the past is that, you know, it's been very positive. We, the number of public power utilities has grown each time GridX has happened. And, you know, I guess the feedback is that, you know, they feel that they get, get unique, realistic and challenging opportunities from all their participation, be that with government entities that they deal with within the exercise or parts of the organization, the utility organization itself. So uh, those are just a couple of the reasons, I guess, public power utilities, I, I would think, would want to definitely participate. So kind of just uh, stepping back at to a little higher level, how would you say GridX has evolved since the exercise began in, in 2011? Well, in, in many ways, you know, the answer to that is probably similar to the answer I just gave you. But, you know, I'll put a couple of different spins on that is, is that, you know, the exercise has grown and there's other exercises around the country and they're growing as well. I think utilities are finding that this is really uh, a good way to face exercises. And I think with a lot of the different challenges that are out there, I mentioned supply chain is that it really is needed. But the key thing is that, you know, it's the diversity of the participants that's grown. Um, and something I should mention and probably should have mentioned in the overview is that, you know, that growth of participation uh, can be those who directly participate, which, as I say, oftentimes seemingly is something that only affects planners. But since it affects a lot of other parts of the utility, um, it allows for that. But that growth has really uh, spurred that since 2011, where, you know, you get a lot of other participants and they, they come in as observers rather than just participants. 
And a lot of people who eventually become more participatory, for lack of a better word, really come from being observers originally. And then in maybe the next exercise, they specifically participate. Um, so, you know, we've covered a lot of ground today, and, and I'm sure there's probably some of our, our public power listeners out there who, who haven't participated in the past, but may, may now be interested in doing so. Um, so how can public power utilities learn more about the exercise or get detailed on how to participate? Well, Paul, the key aspect here is, is that membership has its privileges. And, and what I mean by that is that you know, we at APPA, we really encourage our utilities to be a member of the EI stack. It comes with no obligations. There isn't a cost involved and it doesn't, you know, uh, have any confidentiality concerns or, you know, responsibilities necessarily for the utility. It's really just a service. So membership has its privileges. So just by being a member of the ISAC, you really can easily register for and participate in GridX. And as I say, you can come in as an observer or you can, you know, jump in with both feet and be a full-fledged uh, participant. So that's, you know, some of the real benefits. And as I say, it's just a matter of signing up on the ISAC website and you're part of this uh, exercise uh, as it moves forward. Well, great, Jack. So thanks again for, for providing a, a great overview of GridX and other specifics on the exercise. Um, so again, thanks for your time. Really appreciate it. Thank you, Paul.